This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. This show is brought to you by Pet King Brands, the makers of Zymox and Oratine. It's Obehave with Arden Moore, the show that teaches you how to have harmony in the household with your pets. Join Arden as she travels coast to coast to help millions better understand why cats and dogs do what they do. Get the latest scoop on famous faces. They're perfectly pampered pets in Who's Walking Who in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails. Garner great pet tips and have a doggone fur-flying fun time. So get ready for the pause and applause as we unleash your all-behave host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome to the Obehave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Hey, just move over, Sherlock Holmes, and uh, take a seat, Ace Ventura. When it comes to finding lost cats, most detectives are, well, clueless, but not our special guest today. She is the world's first full-time cat detective who teams up with her purring partner, Henry, to find missing cats all over the globe. And she's here today to show just how she does it and debunk some myths on how to bring home your missing cat. So let's give pause and applause to the remarkable cat detective, Kimberly Freeman. Welcome to the show, Kim. And of course you too, Henry. 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 Yeah. What an introduction. Thank you. Wow. Okay. Well, you deserve it. That's the introduction I've ever had. Well, we got a lot to cover with the cat detective, but you know the drill listeners. We got to take a commercial break first. So sit and purr. We'll be right back. Time for a pause. For furry ones, actually, sit and stay. All behave. We'll be right back. Hey, pet pals, Arden Moore here. Welcome to Fall and Winter. Now, this is a great time to take your dog on a hike in the woods, maybe go on a camping trip or a road trip. But just like us, changes in weather can actually impact the skin and ears of our dogs and cats. So if you got a pet who's scratching his ears, chewing on his coat or rolling in mud, help is here. Zymox. For inflamed and itchy paws and coats, you can use the Zymox topical spray. For itchy and irritated ear issues, you can use Zymox Enzymatic Ear Solution. And for baths, you can treat your dog or cat to Zymox Shampoo and Conditioners. Now, Zymox has been your pet's safe and trusted health ally for 20 plus years. So you can pick up Zymox at your veterinary clinic, most pet specialty stores, and online. To learn more, just visit Zymox.com. That's Z-Y-M-O-X. Do it for your pet. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. All Behave is back with more tail-wagging ways to achieve harmony in the household with your pets. Now back to your fetching host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome back to the Old Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Hey, cat friends, let's talk about one of the worst events to ever happen to our sweet indoor cats. Someone accidentally leaves a door ajar and your indoor cat scoots out and goes missing. I mean, in all my life, I felt that awful pit in my stomach and that ugh, pounding of my heart as I frantically try to find my beloved cat. But... 
It is time now to inhale, exhale, and learn. Cat Detective Kim Freeman is in the house. She's been reuniting missing cats with their humans who live all over this country and 17 or plus countries all over the globe. And how does she do it? It's time to find out. So welcome, Kimberly Freeman and your sidekick, Henry. At first, before we start, uh, sorry, cats are priorities. Would you please kindly give a proper introduction of Henry, that tuxedo star? Yes, Henry is my very handsome tuxedo star. Henry has been trained to follow the scent of escaped convict cats. Okay. If a cat sneaks out, then Henry will follow the scent. We bring him in and we put him at the door, window, whatever, where the kitty got out. And Henry will track and find where that kitty went. Wow. He has been, of course, you know, it didn't have to be a house. He also found a cat that jumped out of a car at a gas station. Really? We will track that little kitten. Well, let's do the background. Now, he was sort of on his own when you met him too. Was it about seven years ago? Henry, I adopted at the end of 2013, and he was at a shelter. I saw him at an outdoor adoption event, and he was lounging quite (laughs) casually on the side of this grassy knoll. He's like a feline George Clooney. He's like, ladies, (laughs) hi. (laughs) But not just the ladies. He was also like, hey, dog, how's it going? Really? Very confident cat. Super chill with dogs, kids, screaming children were going by. A few of them were laughing because he was wearing a purple harness. But yeah, he was just so relaxed. And I had just been at the, this was in Austin. I was at Austin Pets Alive at the shelter. doing some kitty socialization, some clicker work to get them to make eye contact with okay. visitors. All right. Put that paw up, you know, hi, pick me. <laughs> anyway, I had my stuff in the truck. So I ran and got it and tested Henry out to see if he was as scent focused as he was cool and calm. And he was. So how do you test his nose? Well, I brought different things. When you're when you're working with the cats in the shelter, you give them all these unusual scent items just because it's, you know, sensory. It's interesting. It's different. Right. Yeah. But no citrus. Yeah. And you just present them. And, you know, after he was, he wanted to sniff everything. You could put your finger out five different times and he would sniff it every time. That's better than what my father used to do about pull my little finger. So I don't think Henry wants that scent. <laughs> My dad was a combustion engineer by occupation and avocation. So that was probably his favorite trick. It was, unfortunately. Yes. So Henry was, he was digging the sense. I know cats have a far superior sense of smell than we do, but you're getting him motivated to actually put that talent to use. That's, that's pretty tricky. Yes. So I had to take him elsewhere and see if he was interested in, I put another cat in a carrier in this spot away from the people and checked him out on how was he with other cats? Cause you know, some cats just hate other cats. He was just, he's such a friendly cat. He's just interested, mm-hmm. but he's also very, he's territorial. Yeah. So, you know, the first thing he does when we go out is who was here last night? I've had to learn his body language, whether was it a raccoon? Was it another cat? Was it, you know, a possum? A lot of times we have a possum visit. Yeah, he has different body language and tail language for for different critters. 
Wow. I mean, this is such a unique, he is the one and only feline cat detective. You're a cat detective, but he is, he's the four-legged version. I, I've never heard of a cat that can do that. And I'm amazed that I know you have a lot of knowledge in cat behavior and, and all, but I'm just amazed that you said, this cat is going to be my, my partner. Well, I wasn't sure. I figured I would just give it a shot and try it. Because, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people, when they have a lost cat, they want to bring in a dog. You want to bring in a search dog and cats don't let dogs run up on them. You know, I can just see it. It's like, uh, you know, somebody bringing you a skunk to help you find, a, you know, a, a, a lost uh, luggage. You're like, no, anything <laughs> but the skunk, right? Well, you had, uh, actually, I want to jump in here because you mentioned DOGs. You have, there is a very famous dog finding detective, Kat Albrecht. She has been on our show, but I want Listeners, check this out on the website that uh, is occupied by Kim Freeman. It's lostcatfinder.com. Kate Albrecht, she's a canine tracker and pet detective. I love this. Can I read this? Because it's really cool. She says, because she helps people get reunited with dogs. About you, Kim is a wizard at finding lost cats. I know personally of many, many of her amazing recoveries of lost cats. Although a search dog can be a great tool, it's more critical that you get advice counsel from someone like Kim who's trained in lost cat, C-A-T, search and rescue, than to simply get someone out with a search dog. I've been in this business since 1998, but if my cat were missing, I'd hire Kim of Lost Cat Finder in a heartbeat. That You can't get any higher praise than that, Kim. I agree. That's why it's on my website. I yeah. adore Cat. Cat trained me. Cat Albrecht started Missing Pet Partnership. Okay. And I heard her on NPR being interviewed and I was just, you know, galvanized. This is what I want to do. Well, what were you doing before you were a cat detective? <laughs> I Please don't actually- say brain surgery or something. Don't say that. No, no. I, uh, even if it had been brain surgery, I would have I would have changed. Okay. In a heartbeat. I, at the time, I was tutoring I was tutoring college students. I was an English tutor. But before that, I was working in New York as a copywriter. Oh, nice. Uh, no, it wasn't. <laughs> well, I is a writer, so I kind of like words. So that's yeah. good. Yeah. But you've always had a, an affinity with cats? Oh, yeah. Cats and horses have always okay. been my thing. I started clicker training with horses. I was ranked top five in the world as a horse clicker trainer. So it was very easy to kind of move wow. it towards the cat realm. Easy and not. It depends on the cat and the person. Because if you have cat sense like you do, you know the right time and to read the subtle, subtle clues of a cat saying, "Ah, can I have recess or I want to learn more, right? Mm -hmm. That's for sure. Absolutely. And, you know, horses are much more about the treat. Cats are more about finding things out. I mean, I can't bribe Henry with a treat. Really? Interesting. He likes treats. Right. But he won't do something. Well, I would be bribed with treats, I guess. Rather, no, I'm just oh, teasing. I <laughs> so you get this cat. I mean, were you already doing lost cat rescue before uh, Henry? Okay. Yeah. Um, and, th- and that's a tricky, you were like, I love entrepreneurs. You know, the world is so much better when people are entrepreneurs and they just do things that have never been done before. But to be a cat detective, you could have been a cat and a dog detective but you wanted to focus on cats. And to me, that's a harder case to crack. Exactly. Exactly right. You know, a lot of people, when there's a lost cat, they tend to follow the lost dog advice. Okay. 
cats really do require special techniques. And okay. most of the time when people say, oh, I've already tried everything, what they've tried is the dog stuff. So let's, I know I don't want you to spill the beans on everything that you do because I want people to go to the lostcatfinder.com site. You do have a book, you do have a download video and things that have a lot of information, but can you share a few do's and don'ts that could help people? Because that's one of the scariest things to see your cat fly out the door and your, or you come home and the screen has been punched out and you're like, oh, that's a, that's a really that I don't even know how to describe it. It's like going down an elevator that's going down really, really fast and losing traction. You feel that pit in your stomach. Exactly. Yes. And you know what the latest problem is? People are taking their cats out in harnesses. And oh, is that because of COVID? They don't have, they can't hang out with their friends. So they're like, hey, kitty, 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 let's go down the block. How many dogs we can we meet and see you fly out of your harness? Exactly. <laughs> I had a case in, uh, let's see, she lived in Berkeley, but she took the cat up into like the, the mountains for his first time. His I don't know if it's adventure cats. People are seeing videos and they're like, oh, I want to do that with my cat. Yeah. yeah no and they thanks. just put them in a harness and take them. And it's a disaster almost every time. So I'm seeing a lot of that, you know, in blink of an eye, they can get out of that harness so quick. They are called Houdinis for a reason, you know. They're Houdinis and they're ninjas too. That's right. They got flexible spines, a will to self-preserve, and they don't want to be lunch while they're out hanging out. So what are some do's and don'ts? What, you know, obviously you don't want people just throwing a cat on a harness on a cat and saying, we're going to go a two mile walk. Today, I just did a four mile walk with our three dogs. There's no way Casey, pet safety cat Casey and I would have done that. So I have a little common sense, but with COVID, the whole world's a little screwed up and skewed. So People are trying to relate more with their pets because they're the ones at home that are safe and they'll listen to them. But you think they want to be adventurous. So can you can you politely help us? Well, the first thing, and this is just human instinct, is do not chase your cat. If it hops out the door, if it jumps mm-hmm. out of the car, if it gets out of its harness, don't chase. You can't catch a cat. And even a three-legged cat is going to out. <laughs> yeah. All right. The fastest sprinter. And when you chase them, they suddenly feel like they're prey and they get even more scared and run even further than they would have. So I know it's human instinct to run after them, but try not to. The best thing to do if you're at home is to sit down and open up a can of tuna and keep an eye on the cat. Try to get it to come to you. You know how sometimes when you're reading a book, whatever you're staring at, the cat wants to come sit right there. Right. Okay. I think the staring technique is very good in these cases because the cat will eventually look back to what's familiar, whether it's you or the door. And if you're staring at the can of tuna, they're more likely to come to you than if you're staring at them. Very good. I like that. One thing I've heard people over and over again and is, well, let's leave a t-shirt out on the porch or a cat litter box on the porch. We're not going to win a house of the month for uh, outdoor decor, but that surely, those scents will surely have our cat come running at the door and ringing the bell. Wrong, right? Yeah. I hope your millions of listeners hear this, but the litter box myth has been proven time and time again to be more dangerous and risky than it is helpful. Okay. To me, it's a superstition. You know, the definition of a superstition 
is assigning meaning to something that is total coincidence. That sounds like an English tutor. Part English tutor. Yeah, but yeah. Cats will come back home sometimes, and people assign the litter box to the reason why. When the cat was going to come home anyway, you could have used a sack of potatoes. A sack of potatoes would have worked. <laughs> well. Okay. Well, what's so, the? You well, said it's dangerous and risky. Yes. Yes. The dangerous part is because a dirty litter box will attract all kinds of other critters, including coyotes. Oh, okay. dogs will eat poop out of a cat's litter box. Yeah, so, yummy. Coyote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So you know, coyotes are in every state now. I guess not Hawaii, but it's just it's really not worth the risk. I know people sometimes, even when I tell them or they've read my book, and they no, don't do it. Sometimes they say, "Oh, I'm sorry, I got desperate and I put food in the litter box out." So same deal with mm-hmm. food; it okay. attacks all kind of critters. And well, I, I have to confess, about 10 years ago, I had a cat, little guy, a.k.a. Dude. It was also that name on his tag, little guy, a.k.a. Dude. We had just moved to an apartment in Irvine, California. I had moved from Pennsylvania, and it was on Christmas. Of course it has to be on Christmas. And somehow he slid onto our second floor porch, which was somebody left it open, and he jumped down. And he went missing and he was very bonded to our cat, Callie, the Calico. I'm getting better with cat names, but back then (laughs) it was Callie, the Calico. Anyway, I put out these humane traps. I caught 12 stray cats that had no microchip, no collars. And I kept bringing them to the shelter with donations and hoping they'd be adopted. I caught a possum. And finally on New Year's Day, my cat, Callie, screamed in the window like this high-pitched scream. She must have heard the clank of the trap. And finally, little guy, a.k.a. dude, was there on New Year's Day. That's the longest I've ever had a cat go missing. But my cat told me that little guy was there. He never gave any response to any other clank, clank, clank. Yeah, so you know, it's amazing how cats can know what's going on outside, even you know, with all the windows, all the doors shut. Henry will wake up out of a dead sleep and run to the window. Right. And right. if I go look out there, there's there's going to be something walking by. Hey, everybody. Um, we're speaking with Kim Freeman. She is the world's first full-time cat detective. And you've got to check out her site, lostcatfinder.com, after the show. We're going to delve into more things about lost cats and some of her cool high-tech techniques after we take this quick commercial break. So sit and purr. We'll be right back. Time for a walk on the red carpet, of course. Behave will be back in a flash right after these messages. Hey, pause up, everyone. This is Arden Moore, your host on the Behave Show. I am so happy to yap about a new product my dog Kona got. It's called treater pet treater what's pet treater it's a gift box and it has lots of cool things like interactive toys and all natural treats and yummy 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 other surprises kona is my terrier mix as you guys know i call her ice cream kona and when that box came she was just tail wagging and grinning from ear to ear and it isn't just for dogs if you got a cat or other kinds of pets roaming around your house please Check out Pet Treater because they'll tailor make a box for your pet. 
And they take into things like, uh, does your dog or cat have any allergies? Is it a big dog or is it a little dog? So all it costs is a subscription starting as low as $15. And you and your cool pets will get to unbox new surprises month after month. And if you're good with a camera and you're proud of your pet, you can also connect with other animal lovers on the Pet Treater site. How easy. Just go to Pet treater.com this is important use the coupon code obehave and guess what you're going to get 50 percent off the first month of your subscription go to pettreater.com and use the coupon code obehave and you're going to save ka-ching well that's it for me kona's looking at me in the pet treater box she wants to dive into some of these goodies pause up Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets on Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Holy hound dog! Hi, this is Bert Ward, and you're listening to the OB Have Show with Arden Moore on Pet Life Radio. Listen every week, same pet time, same pet channel. We're back from the lot. Just checked the paper and we had a record showing at the box. The letterbox, that is. Now back to OBHAVE. Here's Arden. Welcome back to the OBHAVE show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. We have a great guest on our show, cat detective Kimberly Freeman. And she's got a cat named Henry, the world's only lost cat. What do you call it? Rescue and search cat? Would that be the right term? Well, I do the rescue. He does the search. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. I have pet safety cat Casey, who his role is to save lives in pet first aid. But I don't think he would even lift a paw to find another cat. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Case. Henry's got you beat there. Paws down. I think that's remarkable that you have such a great sidekick a partner in Henry. So how many cats has he found? Do you know? Guess, best guess? Mm, I would say, I don't know, maybe 10. That's pretty good. That's 10 more than any other cat on the planet. He fought, well, (laughs) (laughs) and he's probably got a record of more like 10 out of 12 because. Well, he's pretty damn near perfect. That's, that's the point. Yeah. He finds if it's an indoor cat that got out, he, and the person calls me within five days, you know, if you wait too long, the scent is gone. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Tell us how, if I need to hire you as a uh, cat detective. Now I know you're in the Atlanta area, so that's nice in person versus somebody that may be in Paducah, Kentucky. What's the difference? How do you work the case? Well, since COVID I have done, I have gone a hundred percent to coaching. I did do one person in person search in June and I just found that kitty this weekend. What? Well, tell us, tell us. Her name was Callie. Let me see. Was she a calico? What? <laughs> you know what they say about calicos. They're like a box of chocolate. They're sweet on the outside and nuts on the inside. <laughs> I've had one, so I know. Okay. So tell us about Callie. Callie got out during a move. That's another yep. frequent occurrence. And, you know, with all the chaos and stuff, people are just not watching their cats. And is it okay to mention names on the air? If you can do first names. Sure. Okay. Well, Barbara said the movers came early, so she wasn't quite ready. She mm-hmm. cats were supposed to all be in a room when the movers came, but the movers came early. Personally, I wouldn't have opened the door yet, but she did. <laughs> That's why we don't say the last name. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, all right. I told you about my cat, little guy, popping out the uh, balcony. 
It happens that as much as we try, life happens. Our pets don't live in protective bubbles. But go ahead. So she contacted, she reached out to you, which is very cool. Well, a local TNR lady told her to reach out to me. Okay. Um, That's trap, neuter, return for those three people that don't know. Okay. Suzanne said, you have to hire Kim. She's great. Suzanne is kind of a legend in this little neighborhood where I live. But Barbara had already moved. She had already gone. She said, I had to go with the truck. Barbara's very Southern. Mm -hmm. I had to go with the truck. I don't know why, but she and the truck left. So I searched. The thing is, she didn't see Callie get out. So I had to, this was a real case of uh, deduction. All right. First, I had to make sure that she didn't get into the truck. Sometimes cats are in a box or they. they Good point. Yeah. Into the moving truck, especially if it's right outside the door. Now, this was an apartment complex. Okay. That makes things even more challenging because there's so much activity and people and cars moving and it's just, you know, general Mm -hmm. chaos. Also, the moving truck broke down on the highway. It was going from Georgia to Florida. Oh, jeez. So one of the things, nobody ever believes me, one of the things that cats will do is they'll go under a vehicle and, you know, just like running under the bed. Right. Going under a car is pretty much the outdoor version of going under the bed. Good analogy. Yeah. But if something scary happens or a dog walks by or a car drives by, a lot of times they'll hop up into the chassis. Okay. Under the axle, the wheel wells. And on SUVs, the reason this I think is happening more in the last 10 years is that SUVs have something called a skid plate. Mm -hmm. Also known as a splash field. And it's the perfect little cubby for a kitty to hop up and you can't see them. They just disappear and nothing's moving. Nothing gets hot. So they can just stay there. This is why when I profile a cat, I always ask, what does your cat do when there's a loud noise? Do they freeze or do they bolt and run? Wow. Anyway, I'm kind of giving away the story, but Callie did hitch a ride up in the truck chassis, but I had to, it took me a week to rule out that she wasn't either still around the apartments in the ditch, the woods behind the apartments or that someone in the apartments had taken her in. Wow. So set up. So she, you know, she was she was stuck in the moving van. Yeah. I shouldn't give away the story. Why? It's only one story. Come on. It's awesome. <laughs> it's a good story. And it has a good ending. Callie mm-hmm. got reunited with her, her other kitties and her human. And yeah. I really thought that's very astute of you. You must be a, a cat detective. <laughs> I mean, you, you know, we have an outdoor cat that we feed. We have three indoor cats, but Baxter is our community cat. And we, and, and I swear he wears an invisible watch at meals. He knows 5 a.m. and 5 p.m. He's at our front porch and uh, he likes to sit under my SUV. He likes dogs. So when our three dogs go out, we have small, medium and large. He knows, touches them, all of them. But if there's another dog in the neighborhood, he's under my car and my SUV. And we always look for him before we turn the ignition. So I now know I have an SUV. Now you've taught me something new. Yeah. And this area where they get is about where your feet are. It's there to protect your engine from rocks, supposedly if you're off-roading in your okay. SUV. Yeah, I do that every day. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody <laughs> does. But wow. rocks from kicking up into the engine. And it just happens to be a nice little platform. If the cat isn't still in at their house mm-hmm. and they're not at her new house then you kind of have to look at everything that happened in between and gradually roll things out. 
So what I did and what I do most times is you put up posters at every turn the truck made. Okay. Or stop. Stop sign because a lot of times cats, I don't know why, they'll bail out at the third stop. Really? I don't know. Based on my data. I mean, it could be a coincidence. I don't know. But often I find them at the third stop or the first very sharp turn. And in this case, it was a sharp left-hand turn and going over railroad tracks. This is radio, so I could do that. My producer, Mark, is like, Arden, that does sounds nothing like going over a railroad track. I'm trying. Wow, this is fascinating. I mean, you are learning as you go. There's there's no uh, master's degree in cat detective. You're kind of the one. You've been profiled in many, many magazines, shows, TV. I mean, what do you think about how your life has turned out? Mm. It took me a while. I guess I'm a late bloomer. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I I think I finally found my niche and it is, it is so gratifying to reunite people with their cats. Unfortunately, a lot of people give up too soon. So really clear that, you know, I find cats after weeks, months, and years even. Wow. Cats are such great survivors. Almost every case I've ever had where I'm going out in person and talking to neighbors, there's always at least one person who says, you know, there's coyotes around here. Yeah, there are. There are coyotes everywhere. Well, it's awful because it shuts the person down. You know, the owner's like, well, I guess that's what happened. And they quit searching. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. It's very damaging. It makes me mad when people say that. When they do, I challenge them and say, okay, when's the last time you saw one? Where was it? You know, I want details. Because most of the time it's just, well, you know, I've heard. Good boy. You know, you would have been a good investigative reporter. I was one because I learned that if your mother tells you she loves you, check it out. Well, if a person who has a cat says there's coyotes, you say, check it out. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Unless you somebody saw a coyote with your cat in their mouth, don't assume that. I like that. That's good. That's really good. That's good. I like that. So can you tell us some of the high-tech tools that you use, a few of them? Because you may have really good 2020 vision, but I'm assuming sometimes you're at dawn or dusk or in the middle of the night. So what would be a few things that have helped you spot a cat? Well, the latest is, I don't know if you've heard about this guy flying a drone with an infrared camera over the fires and the trying to find pets in the oh, rubble. no, no. Is this yeah. out in California at all? It's California and yeah. Oregon. He also was in Australia. He'd be a good person for you to interview. Yeah, yeah. He is in high demand. What is his name? I think his name is also Mark. Please don't say his name is Kim Freeman. (laughs) That'd be too confusing. All right. Well, we'll do with him. But, you know, drones with infrared, that's pretty cool. But what what are you using? What do you use? I tried to learn to fly a drone. And (laughs) I can fly a drone well enough to see, is this a yard I need to search? Okay. Because a lot of times people aren't home when I'm out on a case. Okay. And I can look over a fence or between slats, but I can fly a drone to see which yards are the highest probability. Oh, nice. Which ones do I need to come back to and ask and knock on the door? What's the best time of day or night to look for a lost cat when you're on a case? Well, personally, I think it's around five o'clock because that's when people are coming home. And I can, you know, then work into dusk when it's time to set traps. Okay. A lot of people think it's better to search at night, but I disagree. I think it's better to search in the day and lure at night. Okay. 
Good. Because if you're searching at night, that's the time the cat wants to come out. And if you're stomping around, all the cat knows is there is something big moving around out there. They don't look to see if they know you. They're just like, there's big noise, especially if you've got a whole search group. That's even worse. So you want the peace and the darkness for them to come out. So that's when I lure them in front of either a trail camera or into a trap, back to the person's house. With dogs, you can even lure them into a car with an open door. A lot of dogs will jump back into a car. Yeah. I'm just talking about cats, but Mm -hmm. I was trained in both. Yeah, that's good. No, that's good. Snakes and horses. and And there's certain baits you like to use. Is there a couple that might surprise people scent-wise that may beckon a kitty out of a hiding hole? My favorite is Jack Mack. I love Jack Mackerel. It's, to me, the smelliest. And okay. all those juices that you can use. I'm wearing that right now as a cologne. I'm, oh, I'm sorry yeah. this isn't smell radio. No wonder <laughs> Just you're kidding. kidding. All right. So it's the smelliest. All right. That's good. Yeah. But in the profile, when I profile the cat, I also ask, what does your cat like the best? Do they like okay. chicken flavors or do they like fish flavors? Okay. Some cats are repulsed by fish. So then we don't want to use Jack Mackerel. Okay. In that case, KFC is the go-to. Oh, the colonel is so happy. Kitty finding good. Makes me wonder if he had cats, but it's got to be the original recipe. Okay. Something about that original recipe. Cats go crazy. But yeah, to me, those are the two two favorites. A lot of people use sardines, but I think a lot of cats are really grossed out by sardines and they, they seem to get rancid fast. Oh, okay. All right. In the summer. Yeah. Um, yeah. And because cats do have... Now, of course, their sense of smell isn't quite as good as dogs. I saw a chart once that that shows each animal's, well, like six animals, olfactory. And cats are up there. You know, yeah. nothing compares to a dog, but cats are much higher than most other animals. And I believe, where did I hear this? I'd like to attribute the credit. Uh, it, was, it was one of these books back here. What I heard was that cats have the third best hearing of any land mammal. Yeah, I've heard that. I'm glad I could say that, that I heard you ask that and state that, and I can confirm that. Yeah, but you don't see hearing therapy cats like you do hearing therapy dogs, service dogs. They're like, no, nah, no, nah, let the DOG do that. But I, I still can hear a pin drop. Yeah, yeah. they well, do. Is, the point is you can't sneak up on a cat. Right. Which is why you should not be searching at night. Okay, wow. So let's talk about how people can hire you, how they can get some of your resources. Go ahead and tell us a little bit about that. We know to go to lostcatfinder.com, but we want you to stay employed. So how do we do that? Well, after when, I guess in March, when when COVID you know, showed that it was going to be a big problem, I put everything I know into this video tutorial and booklet. Okay. Because, you know, I couldn't go out anymore on cases. The Cali case was a special example and very nearby and a favor to a friend and all that. But I need people to find their cats. And if I can't go out and, you know, there are other pet detectives that may not be so thrilled about this because I'm giving away all the secrets. But you're saving lives, Kim. That to me is the biggest priority. Yes. I think I'm saving cats' lives and that's the most important thing. And people need this information. I mean, a lot of these are things I learned from Cat Albrecht, but there are also a lot of things I've discovered on my own mm-hmm. by just, you know, over eight years doing this. So, well, and, and that's, is that the cost is what to download? It's 25 for the booklet and the video. That's very decent. Okay. I think I might be buying it. 
No, you're not buying it. You're getting a free copy. Only if I exchange a couple of my cat books that I've written. Oh, I'd love that. Yeah. We barter. We barter here. How's that? Or CPR. Absolutely. You want to take one of my classes? I would love to. Yes. Are you serious? Because I have a class Sunday on Zoom and we have openings. It's three hours. Absolutely. You will have Casey and Rusty, two cats, teaching you first aid. All right. That's there's Mark's like, okay, Arden, stop bartering. Let's do this. But seriously, I will add you after the show. I'll send you some details. You'll get the course book. You'll be certified for two years. My passion is pet first aid, cat and dog. And I am blessed because I have a dog and a cat and a cat in training who assists me. And I work with a lot of ER veterinarians. And what I teach now is nowhere near what I is so far advanced from what I taught when I started nine years ago. Let's wrap this up because we could be here all day talking to you and you have such a special skill set and you have a great cat in Henry. Is there one parting message you'd like to give people? Because we can't be 24 seven with our cats. Things happen, but we do our best to keep them safe. Our indoor cats. Yeah. It happens even to the best cat owner. I'd like to throw out three things. First in general, dogs roam, cats hide. Okay. People tend to look all over town for their cat instead of combing close by. People need to comb an area instead of rocking around like the Pied Piper calling and shaking treats. Okay. If you call and shake treats and you're walking down the street, your cat may move towards your voice and they're moving away from home. So you're leading them all over town like the Pied Piper. Mm -hmm. Another thing I like to tell people with the litter box is, you know, I actually made a meme of this. Next time your child gets lost, just put your toilet out on the front porch. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. All right. I won't do that. Okay. And what's your third? The third is there is no cookie cutter advice for a lost cat. I see a lot of people taking portions of my book out of context and just cut and paste, cut and Mm -hmm. paste to everyone that posts a lost cat. And, you know, traps are not the magic wand people seem to think lately. That's, that seems to be the big trend is just throw a bunch of traps out. Yeah. Remember, I found 12 cats and one possum before yeah. I got little I'm guy. Okay. I'm surprised it was only one possum. <laughs> he was like, what the hell? I was just sitting here smelling something and eating it. What are you doing? Yeah, they look offended when you can't tell them they did. No harm came to the possum. Okay. Yeah. No cookie cutter advice. You know, this is why I do a 15 page profile on each cat is you've got to learn every detail. A, the cat's personality factors into how you approach the search. You know, the geography, I have to look at Google Maps and Google Earth to see, you know, where are the trees? Where are the parking lots? You got to factor that in the location. Was the cat chased or not? You know, everything about the situation matters. Okay. And it's become a very complicated, the more information I have, the better I'm able to help people, which is why I need the profile. A lot of people say, just, can't you just tell me what to do? No, I need to know exactly what's going on. I like that. You know, you use a lot of clues and you have high tech tools and there's clearly a passion in you to make this a better planet for cats. We've interviewed a lot of folks on our show, but you are our very first cat detective. And I know we're only scratching the surface of all that you can share. So I really want people to go to lostcatfinder.com after the show 
tell your friends now more than ever, we need to have our healthy cats and dogs and other pets with us. This is crazy times with COVID and they just make our body healthy and happy and less stress. So I really, from the bottom of my heart and, and Casey's grooming right now, Casey, wake up, wake, say hi, say, Hey, I'll see you in class on Sunday. We want to thank you for being a guest on our show and we hope people do check you out. And uh, I also want to do a shout out to Mark Winter. He is our executive producer of Pet Life Radio. He is the wizard of Paws. If it was not for him, we would not be on the air since 2007. So I really thank him for that. And if you get bored, guys, check out Ardenmore.com. You might see some fun things that I do and things that I, uh, I'm passionate about, like pet first aid. And until next time, this is your flea-free host, Arden Moore, delivering just two words to all you two, three, and four-leggers out there. Obehave. Coast to coast and around the world, it's Obehave with Arden Moore. Find out why cats and dogs do the things they do and get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get great tail-wagging pet tips and have a fur-flying fun time. All behave with America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.